It's The Strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's the dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by Atomic Wolf and the A-Bomb Radio Station. Falling Dead. We begin our mystery at a bustling dive somewhere in New Vegas's Freeside. Patrons gather, drink, and gamble as the performer sings on the stage. A woman in a white dress makes her way to the backstage of us where a well-dressed man sits, working on papers. Mr. Caldwell. Income sure packed its bags and made its way up north. <laughs> hmm, well, with as many people as I see buying up my liquor cabinet, that's the only natural outcome. Nah, I mean... Ah. <laughs> How do you like them apples, Caldwell? I like them. I like them a lot. How the heck did you manage to double a dead man's gold, Whitney? Ah, so now you know why I'm here. Simple. They closed down last night. No, really? Oh, Roger. You already know how great my schemes are. You want a reason? Listen to Mr. New Vegas tomorrow. Just don't sweat when you do. With the money you're about to pay me, this hot little spot won't be having any fingers pointed at it. Now, Whitney. All I asked was for you to- Get rid of them? Yeah, I know. Hope you know that I tend to take those words mighty seriously when said. Why, you little son of a... <sighs> and you're positive. As positive as your club's future, Caldwell. Now, the dough. Would you kindly? Hmm. Well, what other choice do I have? Just know that it couldn't have ended any other way. Here, all 500. No need to count. I value my life all too much. <laughs> In that case, I'll take your word for it. Good night, Mr. Caldwell. And congratulations. <sighs> Back to normal business, then. I just got back from the inside. Dalton slumped over his office. All I could confiscate of any worth was some broken glass, where I believe I can make out a 45 caliber bullet hole. Walter, you may want to document this down as the most corpse-littered crime scene we've ever come across. Some would say there were corpses even before all this mess, but now I suppose they really are this time. I count almost 18 bodies in all. Whoever it was didn't want to leave any witnesses. There's not even a body outside the door. They meant to keep them indoors. There's no doubt. And these corpses are as cold as they are stiff. 
When did you say you were, Miss Dinah? I was off for being sick two days ago. Looks like I got lucky for skipping one more day. If not, I'd be down there with them. Oh, Dinah, I'm so sorry it ended this way for your friends. The ghoul minority never had it easy. Well, you know who's behind it already, do you? It's that darn man across the road, Mr. Caldwell. He's had it out for my boss and his club for decades now. The war's been driving up prices, for him especially. So, naturally, more customers migrated to Mr. Dalton's joint. Hmm. Guess a few caps out of Caldwell's pocket just crossed the line with him. Yes, I've heard about this rivalry over the air before. Only they made it sound like good fun over the grounds of competition. Looks like it finally boiled over. You bet. He's even riled up some of his bigoted drunkards to harass us. Even caused fights on a few occasions. He thought that'd be enough for my boss to cave, but a, a proud ghoul like Mr. Dalton doesn't scare easy. And now... He's he slumped all over his own desk with a body full of bullets. We'll get to the bottom of this, Dinah. I swear. Walter, do you think we could offer Dinah the agency while we sweep the area? It's the least we could do. Forgive me for being overly cautious, but we don't know if this killer could still be out there for the rest. No, Detective, I understand. I know some people in the Crimson Caravan Company that could escort me there. Sure thing. Feel free to take whatever you need once you get there. Travel safely, Dinah. You'll get a call with every update we get. Thank you, detectives. I, I won't hold you any longer. <sighs> what do you think, Walter? We have a high-stakes killer on our hands. One who's not afraid of doing it in broad daylight, either. And that's the worst kind. <laughs> Swanky joint for being dead in the heart of Freeside. It sure is. Now with only the Atomic Wrangler to deal with, funds should be looking up for this place. You think the same way for Freeside as a whole, too? Well, think about it. After the manager kicks up enough dough for himself, the Kings will want a cut. And then maybe the Wrangler itself may want some, too. If not, this place will end up like the last one we just came from. So, that's a no, then. What do you think? <laughs> hey there, you two. Welcome to the Desert Lantern. What can I treat you to? Me? I'll have a bourbon and the manager. The lady here would like a smoke. Well, I can get you two of those things, but not just anyone meets Mr. Caldwell. So his name's Caldwell, huh? Yeah. Why not? He's a very busy man. Detectives! What a pleasant surprise! I didn't know you were the morning drinker types. Huh. Well, this is quite a surprise too, Mr. Caldwell, if I'm not mistaken. Blake, call me Roger. Said, why don't you? And Mickey, no charging whatever they ordered. These fellas are kind of movie stars around these parts. Sure thing, boss. Said, please. Call me crazy, but you seem to pop up at the right moment. You see, Bunny and I are here on official business. Oh, no. And I only say that because I know what you two are known for looking into. Yeah, the, uh, the case today concerns the Dead Man's Grove. Everyone who's in there is dead. It's a mad shooter. Nobody in there was left alive. Not even the manager. Oh! Oh my! I... I had no idea, detectives. I'm so sorry to hear that. We are, too. We're on the whole morning for a little young lady by the name of Dinah. She works there. But... But 
I thought you said everyone inside was shot dead. She was at home sick on the night of the tragedy. I'm sure she'll be counting her blessings a bit more now. But that crook is counting his days of freedom just the same. We were wondering if you had any dirt on the joint before the big day. Hmm. Not to be the bearer of bad news, detectives. But I hardly knew anything about the place. I do know it had its fair share of ghouls, though. And who knows what kind of squabbles they get themselves into. There's not a large ghouls community here in New Vegas, Roger. So for one to just snap and, and murder the only people he could call family seems too rash to me. Oh, well, either way, you can tell by my weight I don't leave my desk often with all due respect. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you in terms of local turf wars. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Roger, word around the street says you and Mr. Dalton didn't get along too well. Bah! He was a stubborn old fellow that just got crabbier as the years went by. Never liked to talk much. He was real strict about his patrons and who came in. Even some of his own kind, the ghouls, couldn't come in on a good day. Hmm. How would you describe his character? Ain't no nonsense. Strict and orderly man. By the books. So if someone or something didn't pass in his eyes, it's out of here. Period. Me? I prefer to let my customers come and drink as they may. Who cares about no shirt, no shoes, and no service? As long as they got the money, pick your poison. Well, I can't disagree with that sentiment. That's a simple enough picture to paint for the man, thanks. But if there's nothing more to throw on the table besides booze, we'll be heading out. Hey, watch your hides out there. Dead they may be at the dead man's grove. But don't think those ghouls weren't mixed up with the wrong people. Won't be anything new to us, but thanks for the heads up. We'll keep in touch, Roger. Sure, sure thing. Watch the counter, Mickey. Of course, sir. Pants. I thought you specifically said no receipt when I finished your order. No, Whitney. You need to get down here right away and finish your work. Because if there were a receipt, I'd be using it right now. Okay, Fancy Pants. What's gotten your undies in such a bundle? You know those two private dicks. The one with the hat and the one with the false suit. Oh yeah, Walter and Bunny. They're like modern day comic book heroes. They give you an autograph? No, Whitney. They swung by just now. What? And they know about the dead man's code. What? You heard right, sister. Already knew where to go and everything. Even knew about my relationship with Dolan. Well, look. I did exactly what I was told to do. I made sure nobody walked out of there unburned. Now don't you pin this on me. Of course not, Whitney. 
but it turns out one of Dalton's girls was homesick. Told Walter and Bunny everything. Now you just cool your jets, Roger. My job is done, and I did what I was supposed to do. Oh, you fulfilled the shooting part. But distinctly recall a promise about keeping this out of the news. Now, now looky here. Now, Whitney. If I actually do hear Mr. New Vegas talk about the situation over his bullhorn of a radio station, I will be taking you down with me. Do not think you're the only mercenary I know. So, what's it gonna be, Whitney? <sighs> okay. You win, Fancy Pants. I'll pack up the heat and head your way. Get this done, girl, or there'll be hell to pay. Oh, well, this'll look good on my resume. Ugh. Well, that was a royal waste of time. Not one shopkeeper has a thing to say. They're on the take, you know. Nah, they just stay smart and stay out of other people's business. Out here, the dead man's cove was a prime example not to be nosy. Awful way to live. <laughs> Looks like if you want some real security in these parts, you need to be past those two ugly gates just ahead of the king's territory. Mind you, Bunny, it's the law of the land to be your own guard in these parts. It's even worse when you're all alone out there in the wastes. All I'm saying is that if these businesses don't stick together, it's going to be a domino effect for them all. Hey! Uh Hey, where are you going? I've got a plan, Bunny. Well, I'd sure like to hear it before you execute it. That's because it won't involve you, Bunny. Well, then what will I do? Go home. Tend to Dinah. Looks like this case will take a bit longer is all. But what will you be doing? A stakeout. I'm heading back to the Desert Lantern. If I can, I'll be tracking the movements of our new friend, Mr. Caldwell. And just how does that play out? Simple. I take a seat, buy a few rounds, and blend in with the crowd. If he doesn't come out of his office on his own, I'll weasel my way in. There's sure to be some clues and documents in there. And you're sure it's Mr. Caldwell? No, but he was the closest related to Dalton and his bar. And like you said, nobody else seems to be spilling the beans around here. Darn you, Walter Camry. All right, but one condition. You make those few rounds into a couple. Not having you lose sight of things when you realize the hooch is good. <laughs> Roger that, ma'am. Now go tend to Dinah at the office. I'm sure she's getting lonely. Right, Walter. Just be safe, will you? Of course, and you too. Be sure to vacate this place before the sun sets. You know how it is. <laughs> Don't need to tell me twice. See you later. Hmm. Well, this ain't even as bad a place as I thought before. Good music, decent crowd, and even better booze. <laughs> Thank you. Don't mention it. First round's on the house. Really? Well, that's a welcome surprise. Say, is the joint always jumping like this? If it ain't the top shelf poison, it's the singers. 
You won't believe the new blood we get coming through this place. A lot of untapped talent here in Freeside. Yeah. Trying to make their way to the big leagues in New Vegas is what they're doing. I don't mean to toot our own horns, but the Desert Lantern is a good place to start compared to all the other places. Blowing the atomic wrangler out of the water, huh? <laughs> I won't take a shot at the Garrets, but uh, yeah, we are. And I mean, who else but us to show off your creative juices? The King's School of Impersonation? They're only watering down their own value trying to imitate the same guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with well, that being said, the original King must have been some funny character. <laughs> You've got that right, buddy. Well, I'm gonna serve up some more first-timers their drinks. Please, don't let me keep you. Hope you enjoyed your stay. Hmm. Not bad, Caldwell. Not bad at all. annoying glitch in the world. Great. So, Pip-Boy's fixed, but now it is... Ooh, 8.30. Great. Just great. <sighs> well, Bunny, was it worth the trip to Mick and Ralph's? Because now you're stranded on foot, and now you have no car. Again. Great. <sighs> Best keep walking. Hello? Huh. Must have just been some mutant rat. Keep your cool, Bunny. Hey, Missy, oh. you got five caps for a guy down on his luck? Oh my goodness, you, you startled me. Sorry, Miss. Not many dames out here that don't have a half a mind to suit me. You seemed all right. Oh, well, that's nice. Um, here. Five caps. Thanks, Miss. You're all right. <sighs> okay, Bunny. That was the last of your cash, so just hoof it on home. <gasps> oh, no. Well, that better not be another one. Great. They're following me. Look, whoever you are, I don't have any more change, so just step off and find someone else to bother. Okay. Almost to the gate. Just a little more. <gasps> now what are you planning to do with that fat piece of silver, ma'am? Don't you know those can hurt people? I... I I'm sorry, but... Well, this is a dangerous place at night, and I, I I couldn't be so sure. It's all right, Missy, it's all right. Was just on my way to pay off my bosses, but some lug had jacked me of some Skrilla on the way back. Happen to have any money for a gal down on her luck? Well, I'm sorry, miss, but I just gave the rest of my purse to some old man over there. I'm afraid you'll have to find somebody else. Holding out on me, huh? Well, no, but... 
Uh, but I can show you. Oh, I don't care about your money. It's just a little something else in your purse I'd like to see. Well, look here. I... <clears throat> oh. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Always the hard way with these coppers. Now let's see. Hmm, what do we have here? A business card. Walter and Bunny Investigations? I think I might have found my address. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jeez, that bourbon is strong. Uh, okay, Walter, that's enough. Looks like Caldwell isn't gonna show. Better just confront him. Uh, my goodness, am I really that drunk? I can hardly move. Wait. Oh, dang it, Walter. You've been drugged. Waking up over here. Ah, good. You hear that, Whitney? That's how you subdue a pesky hunter. Yeah, yeah. Better leave my way more fun. Let me know when you've dealt with that dino woman. And we'll forget any of this happened. Roger, Roger. Well, Mr. Camry, it looks like it's come to this. I'd have found another way to divert your efforts, but snooping around my bar for the right time to pounce just ain't worth the risk. <sighs> At least I found my way to your office, after all. I knew you were a crony from the start, Mr. Caldwell. <clears throat> Hope you enjoyed your stay. I should have taken a hint from your bartender. Yes, well, Mickey did his job, and I'm about to do mine. What's all this about, Camry? Do you really think every Joe's business makes it into the strip, the fair and square way? I've had my day with the constant squabbles of Freeside, and Mr. Dalton drew the line with those rates. Not exactly a case with the thickest of suspects, but Freeside ain't one for major cover-ups. What about the one you're about to create now, Caldwell? A dead detective whose last known location was Freeside. Right before a brand new business moves its way into the Vegas Strip? <laughs> Mr. House would rip the town apart to find its killer. Oh, please, detective. Mr. House has plenty more matters to busy himself with, rather than some washed-up old private eye. Say what you want, but it sounds like you really can't handle your own dirty work. I can tell you'll be the kind of boss who sits behind his desk, getting fat, until a jealous employee takes your spot by fleece. Probably starting with that bartender, Mickey, there. Shut your mouth, booze hound. <laughs> well, I can assure you that won't be happening, Walter. In fact, I'll be personally carrying out this hit. 
So you've got a gun to my face. That's fine. But don't you think that's a little unwise while you've got a full house in the next room? I've got a little band in there who's about to play a little number. Perfect for drowning out gunshots. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Camry. Get your filthy cool loving hands off me. Your bartender's not looking too lucky from that cut I gave him just now, so spill it. Spill what? The girl on the radio just now. She obviously knows about dying. She won't be getting to her on my watch. Get that damn shack away from me. You should learn to confiscate your enemies' belongings before you back them into a corner. Ain't it funny how I got this piece of glass from the very crime scene you're responsible for? Now get talking. It's some dime store assassin I hide to get rid of Dalton and his business. She knows now that Don is the only means of her losing her reputation. I told her I'd kill her if she didn't finish her off. You too. If Dinah spent another moment with us, you knew it would have been curtains for the both of you. Yeah, now please, let me go. Sure, pal. <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, no! Can't you hear me? Hello? What the... What happened? Uh, Ma'am, are, are you awake? Huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, it's you again. What the... What, what happened? Some dastardly young woman clocked you in the noggin and you plumb fell over. Don't you remember? No, at least I don't... Wait, I'm still in Freeside. I should have been home hours ago, but I... Oh, darn, I was such a fool. Now you remember? There was that woman in white. She was looking like she was gonna ask for two bits, but as you was talking back, she knocked you out cold. Oh, yes. Yes, now I remember. Took something from your wallet, too. Couldn't tell if it was money. Sure didn't look like it. Oh, I don't think I ever had any. Oh, wait. But she didn't take any money. It only looks like my... my business card is missing. Now, why would she... Oh, no. Some reason she needed that? Oh, you bet your uncle she did. And I need to hightail it back to the office before it's too late. Ugh. Is there you can make it, miss? Y yeah, I I'll be fine. Thank you. Oh, thank you. for endurance, and that's how long I can play. I'm always really healthy, and have energy all day. <laughs> A cute little book from the vault. Uh, well, it's getting pretty late. I better shut those blinds. Peekaboo, <gasps> sweetie! Who, who are you? Want a formal introduction? Okay, you're the Nord in the rags. And me. I'm the guy with the axe! 
Oh, where are you going? Oh, going to the front door? Okay, not like it's gonna make a difference. Dinah, is that you? Walter? Walter, help me. She's coming. Dinah, listen to me. Head of the basement as soon as I distract her. Go inside and lock it. And who's that you're talking to? Duck, Dinah. Did you... Did you get her? M Walter? I'm sorry, Dinah. The witch tagged me. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Me and my baby have been through a lot, but ain't never have we hit someone and not killed them with the first shot. Oh well, best finish off the both of you before I lose my- <gasps> How does it feel on the receiving end? Bunny! Is that you? <sighs> yes, and it looks like I made it here just in time. Oh no. Walter! Walter, are you hurt? <sighs> just a flesh wound in the arm. I'll be fine, though. Don girl hardly had to aim. That gun sprained so fast. What about you, Dinah? Did she hit you? I I'll be okay. Only thing that hit me was some broken glass. Good thing you knocked that crazy woman out in time. Or I'd share some holes with Walter. Well, let's get you some bandages, Dinah. A and Walter, I'll grab you a stim pack. Can you get up? Yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> So I, I got woken back up from that old hobo I mentioned earlier. He managed to see what happened. After that, I hoofed it back home to the office before it was too late. It's the last time I pay for a last-minute Pip-Boy repair. <laughs> and if it weren't for me confiscating that shot of glass at the dead man's call this morning, I'd probably have some lead in my face in this very room. Caldwell would have gotten away, and you, Miss Dinah, might have been dead. Well, I was wondering how the heck that Whitney woman managed to find me. And I did some investigating on my own during the gunfight, believe it or not. Oh, really? And what was that? Yes, I'm a little curious myself. Once she began firing through your bedroom window, the fact hit me that she was the one who fired upon Mr. Dalton and everyone who attended the bar that night. No gun I know of can shoot that fast in such little time. Same reason why she nailed the legendary Walter Camry when he was trying to save me. <laughs> well, your investigation is correct. After we checked her body, I determined that she was carrying around a heavily modified submachine gun, perfect for groups of targets, just like the ones at the Cove. So what becomes of Whitney and these evildoers, Walter? I noticed you called in that NCR boy of yours. Is he gonna do them justice? Looks like Lieutenant Humphreys doesn't have or know anyone with jurisdiction in the area of Freeside. He wasn't able to arrange an arrest. Well, then, what did you do? The next best thing. Whitney and Mr. Roger Caldwell were delivered to the King's School of Impersonation for trial. Whatever the big man meant by that. Either way, it won't be a pleasant outcome for the both of them. The King doesn't like snakes in his village, and those two are completely exposed. Oh, trust me. He won't like to hear that someone on his turf would do what he did. But, well, I guess I'd better go look for work again. Such a shame all of this ever happened. 
Well, why would you go looking for that, Dinah? You already have a job. What? How? What do you mean? I arranged it with the king. Full ownership of the Desert Lantern goes to you now. Here are the keys. What the... Well, I... I, I can't believe it! Me? Running a nightclub? How... how could you ever possibly work this out? How can I do it? Simple. The club practically runs itself, and the employees, besides Roger's late bartender, were in on the scheme. Should rake you in more than enough money to decide what you want to do next. Perhaps move someplace safer, like the Strip. Well, I... I... <sighs> Thank you. Both of you. Oh, Mr. Dalton would be proud. In fact, I, I think that's what I'll name it after. It'll be Dalton's Cove. Yeah, it'll be the best nightclub around. Open to smooth skins like us and ghouls. Well, that sounds lovely, Dinah. <laughs> well, looks like this all was a close shave. But one thing's for sure. I'm heading straight home next time so that never happens again. Huh. You're right about that, Bunny. Oh, please, Walter. We both messed up. Oh, yeah? How? I admitted to making a pit stop when I was supposed to be on my way to the agency. While you downed too many drinks and nearly got yourself killed, I'm pretty certain I advised you not to enjoy the booze. But, but... Uh-uh. I said two rounds, tops. Don't make me light a match on that breath, mister. in The Strip. Be sure to stay tuned next time for The Case of the Dead Man's Casino, where our detectives examine a coffee shop crime scene. The hunt for one of New Vegas's darkest conspiracies unfolds. But why does Walter need to disguise himself as a hitman? And why does Lieutenant Humphreys need to stay in the dark about this one? Find out next time in The Strip. In the production you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman. Bunny by Sharon Grunwald. Dinah by Kari Schultens, Roger Caldwell by David Smethurst, and Whitney by Jay Rudolph. Additional voices by Ken Kenon. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio Web Station and Atomic Wolf. Each episode is written, directed, and produced by Preston Harden. You're listening to ABR. That's A-Bomb Radio, in case you forgot. Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shanko. And I'm Psych88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights, and everything in between. The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 